Hello, welcome to Alternative Reviews. It's a podcast run by our film page Alternative. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. On Facebook, we are at www.facebook.com slash alternate take one to three. On Instagram, you can find us by searching underscore alternate take underscore. This review is available in written format on our Medium page www.medium.com slash alternate take. So let's get started with today's review. The Trial of Chicago 7 Review Back in the late 1968s, a group of students and protesters of the ongoing Vietnam War were falsely charged with starting a riot at the 1968 Democratic National Convention. What followed was several months of biased trial against the eight, later seven members who belonged to different political congregations. The screenplay of this film, which was first written back in 2007, about an incident that occurred back in 1968 is unsurprisingly but scarily too relevant even today. One can quite easily point out the glaring similarities that the film shares with the present day situation in the world and more specifically India. Student leaders and some peaceful protesters framed for crimes subjected to police and state-operated brutalities for deeds not of their own and stripped of their basic right of dissent in order to set an example for the opposition, especially the youth, is just an everyday event in the far-right regime that our country is facing over the last few years. The mistrials are also an attempt to drive, divert the attention of the citizen from the pressing issues that the country faces, and surprisingly, this trick has aged so well that it is as, to, as effective today as it was 40 years back. Abby Hoffman, Jerry Rubin, Tom Hayden, Bobby Seale, David Dellinger, Rennie Davis, Lee Viner, and John Florence were charged by the federal government with crossing state lines for conspiring to incite a riot. This case came to the court in September 1969. The trial of the Chicago 7 follows the trial until the verdict in February 1970. The pace of the screenplay at the opening of the film is quick and it is accompanied by sharp editing to give us a feel of the rush and the unrest during the turbulent times of dissent that the government was facing from the youth. Sorkin uses techniques that we have previously seen in films like Argo and creates the opening sequence of the film by interjecting real-life footage of the incidents in order to familiarize us with that period in American history. A lot of conversations take place between different characters during the initial sequence, but there is a sense of hurry that the creators have managed to create without compromising on the effectiveness of the dialogues. Once the proceedings of the court start, the pace of the screen proceeds in accordance with the pace of the proceedings, but in this process in no way making the screenplay less engaging or decreasing tension that is mounted with every scene. As we have seen in the social network, Sorkin handles the court dramas here, political trials, with ease and expertise because it bears too many similarities with the playwright kind of writing that Sorkin specializes at. His characters speak eloquently using well-worded and sometimes witty dialogues with brooding confidence because that is generally the environment of a courtroom. 
the screenplay written by Sorkin himself perfectly brings out the different unprecedented hardships that the group faces along with the strained and complex relationship that they have among themselves. Sorkin had defined the earlier decade by writing arguably the most engaging screenplay and he doesn't falter this time and might just be on his way to redefine another decade. The film touches upon various subjects like police brutality, systematic racism, implications of war, the importance of dissent and the need for cultural revolution among others. The film doesn't for once feel overcrowded with ideas as a director slash screenwriter has done a great job in etching out scenes that carefully portray every theme with the aid of masterful short division. The scene choreography is just flawless with the angry mob protest scenes done to perfection which further highlights the amount of control the artist has over his craft. The mistrial against Bobby Seale and his gagging in the court of law is a pivotal point in the script. For almost an hour, the creator made us feel that the biggest problem and injustice that was occurring in the court of law was being levied against, against the seven white men, but aided by a powerful scene, we are forced to reevaluate ourselves and our thought process. This stands out as the po- biggest positive of the film, as it, remains, as it remains sympathetic in its gaze towards the protesters, but doesn't shy away from recognizing and searching for greater truths in the story and the society through introspection. Sorkin carefully, impartially and meticulously questions each and every plot point of the film in spite of his humane, sympathetic gaze. Each cast member shine on their own merit and perfectly complement the rest of the ensemble. Sasha Baron Cohen plays a Lenny Bruce-ish character and is perfectly complemented by Jeremy Strong. They are the founders of Yuppie, a bunch of stoned, rock-music-loving, peaceful revolutionaries who dream about, dream about bringing about a cultural revolution. Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Yahya Abdul-Martin too are very dependable and truly effective in the emotional scenes. Michael Keaton is effective in a special appearance and I wonder if anybody but him could have brought about the cheeky sly gravitas to the character. But the people who stand out from the rest of the cast are Eddie Redman as the idealistic student leader, Mike Relance as the defense lawyer and Frank Lamella as a racist and frankly disgusting judge. To be very honest, for the longest time after seeing the movie, I had so much hate for Frank's character that I felt like punching him in his face. Such was the magic of his performance. This film will stand out from its contemporary courtroom dramas because of its sheer timeless relevance and the masterful treatment of the craft. The film is a quintessential courtroom drama with a wonderful tear-jerking climax, which is which in itself is very powerful and it and its effect is amplified by the chance of the whole world is watching. This film is a journey through the angst and psyche of a revolutionary, wonderfully captured by Sorkin in a balanced manner. The film reminds us once again how time and history cyclically repeats itself until and unless we start to recognize and learn from our past.